Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We're your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This is episode 164. 163! Oh, almost. See, I try to do it by memory every single week, and I never quite get it right. <laughs> I mean, it's only counting, Chris. <laughs> on the special guest couch this week. Well, I'm not that good at math. We have Mr. Fultron himself. <laughs> Hi. Can you count up to I knew it was 163 because it took me a week to listen to your last episode of your podcast, and so it was fresh in my mind that last week was 162. Oh, man. Well, I should have one... gone straight to you then. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I probably would have froze. <laughs> I would have choked. 163. <laughs> your yeah. brain explodes. So, uh, so... <laughs> By the way, the last episode was up for like over a week, wasn't it? Because it was the E3 wrap up, and yeah. so it was like it launched mm-hmm. early. Yeah, and so yeah, so it's it been was over two a hours week. long though. It was long. It was long. Yeah, it was a big. It's all good stuff though. It was. That's that's good. I mean, I'd rather it not be you know a drag. I thought that I was up to speed and I learned some things. Mm, so sweet. That's good. That's what's good. interesting about that episode was we we I thought we didn't have enough content, so I had a phone book ready. I was going to read it if we <laughs> needed to. None of this is true. So, Fultron, <laughs> what did you think about uh, E3? Um, there was a lot of hate about Xbox's conference online. Mm. Like, everybody said that, that PlayStation did better. That's surprising. The internet had some hate on it. Yeah. <laughs> did that? Does that surprise you, Chris? It, no. <laughs> never has hate on it when I'm on there. <laughs> it's nothing but love and hugs. <laughs> I, like... I didn't see PlayStation's conference, yeah. but I saw what came out of it. Yeah. And it wasn't, I mean, granted, I don't own a PlayStation, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I have no ties emotionally to any of this, but man, right out of the gate, Xbox just dropped bomb after bomb after bomb yeah. of yeah. like cool things. And yes, it's all stuff that we can't do anything about right now, but that's E3. Right. Like people always complain, well, why is everything so far away? Because it's freaking E3, man. I know. That's how it works. And if you wanted to break it down, like how much time they both conferences spent on things you could play this fall, like Microsoft, almost everything they showed you could play this yeah. fall. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like there were games from 2017 and 2018 and maybe uh. 2019, probably. Well, let's just be honest that uh, the Death Stranding game, the the Kojima game, is oh, not yeah. coming out for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, they they have it built be. in. They have it built in two engines right now. They're working in two engines, and whenever they decide which one they're going to go with. <laughs> That's They're so gonna Kojima. go with that. Oh my gosh, that game is so far away. <laughs> I just want to play it, but it's so far away. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, my son's gonna get to play it. <laughs> I remember when whenever this the, was. I'm not talking about the one I have now. I'm talking about the one that's not born yet. <laughs> yes. I, love it. I saw a meme um, of him. It was like a picture of him and then Norman Reedus in like this crazy like uh, motion tracking suit. You know, like carrying that weird baby that's in the trailer or whatever. Yeah, and uh, it said. When when Sony gives you a ton of money, a blank check to go do weird stuff with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, one of the one of the comments I saw on I think Kotaku or Gizmodo, one of the two, uh, about the Xbox conference. Some dude was like, "This is so stupid, man! What's up with they didn't even announce like any like." Titles for uh, project, what was it called? Uh, Scorpio. Oh, Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. It's like they didn't announce any games for Scorpio, and it's why is it so far away? Why even talk about it? I'm like, bro, did you listen to the conference? Like, the whole point, the whole overarching point of the entire conference was 
we're not releasing anything exclusively on anything ever again. <laughs> right. Right. It's, so yeah, why I mean, would I was like, did you even use your freaking ears? See, I think like that's the hardest thing I think right now for for a lot of like people to wrap their minds around is the, like the whole platform idea of just yeah. like it's the Xbox ecosystem. Is yeah. we're not promoting a console necessarily. We're promoting a bunch of places, a bunch of things that you can get and, and these games and this ecosystem on. So like, and it could completely yeah. it could completely implode in on itself, right? And destroy Xbox forever <laughs> that's true but man they got balls dude and they <laughs> they went straight for it and yeah. i was like slow clap <laughs> on xbox it was like it. bam 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 yeah. bam bam you get down to the conference you're like what just that's right it. yeah <laughs> well you know it's I, it was so weird because then whenever sony came up it's like sony you would it, like in the past their shows have been kind of like long-winded where they bring up everybody and they bring up somebody from the show powers and and it's like all this all cool stuff <laughs> yeah but it's like it's it's a very more like slowly paced where like let's talk to everyone and think but they just showed a bunch of trailers and there was maybe three people on stage total yeah which I like was strange to me and it's like I almost this was the year this was the one year where I almost wanted them to be longer winded and tell me things and uh, to talk to me about their Neo and things like that and then, then that didn't happen and so or, or PSVR yeah or PSVR like we had like I don't know that's right know, we're rehashing last that's week that's right we don't need to do that Chris <laughs> so what have you guys been up to Ooh. this week by the way you guys vamp I'm gonna go uh, run downstairs real quick and get something that oh. is a, a a visual and potential other senses aid Okay. All right. Well, uh, this week, um, man, I, I really, I'm, I'm at a loss right now. Hey, you want me to go? Sure. Okay. This week I have been all over breaking bad. Mm. Like I, this is the third time I've watched it. And, uh, in the course of a week, I've already gotten through the, the first few episodes of season three. Um, you're rewatching. Yes. This is the third time I've watched it Yes, all the way through. Um, and I am like enjoying it probably even more this time than I did last time. Yeah. I just, I can't, ex- I can't really put into words that would be short enough for this podcast about how much I love Breaking Bad. Hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of people say that Better Call Saul is not as good as Breaking Bad and all that kind of stuff. Better Call Saul is its own thing. Right. It has its own beauty. Yeah. Breaking Bad, man. I cannot get enough of that show. I'm planning on getting to it this summer. Yes. Like, I'll watch it through the first time this oh summer. My gosh. I'm almost done with Friends. I have like maybe eight episodes left in Friends. Dude, that's quite the jump. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That is, it's going to replace is, Friends at the same time, I mean, right? Other than Gilmore Girls, you've got, yeah, <laughs> there couldn't be a more. <laughs> That's quite the uh, quite the shock to the system there. You know, watch something right before bed. You know, happy time. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what Breaking say, Bad is, so Chris. That's is, exactly this what, is what Breaking I Bad say is. to everybody who's never watched Breaking Bad and is getting into it. Okay, the first episode is going to set up some really crazy stuff, and you're going to be like, well, "This is really crazy. Like, this could really go somewhere." And then for like five episodes after that, mm. not a lot happens. Mm. Okay. Okay. But episode six. Mm. That is like when, what's it called when horses race? Like, <laughs> that's the start. Like, okay. And it's just like full bore nonstop from there on out. Cool. Um, so I, there's a little, there's a little build up to episode six and then it's like, well, here we go. I get that totally. That's the way it is with Battlestar Galactica. If yeah. you ever watched that. I haven't. There's the mini right. series uh, that aired before the actual show aired. 
and then there's the show. And the miniseries is like <laughs> three hours of something that should have taken one. <laughs> maybe one. Yeah, yeah maybe one. <laughs> Let's be honest. There are a lot of shows that cover a lot more ground in a lot less time effectively. So I'm always like, you have to power through. Like, you just got to, like, power through. Yeah. And it was almost kind of like, you got to power through season two of The Walking Dead. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's just... <laughs> Sorry, you just apologize and say... Walking Dead Season 2, Farm Simulator. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. Farm Life, hashtag the one where nothing happens with farm. What was that Facebook game that everybody used to send me invites for? Farmville. Farmville, Farmville. yes. (laughs) The Walking Dead, the Farmville episodes. (laughs) Walking Dead, Farmville. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, speaking of television, I did... Okay, I caught up with uh, Game of Thrones this past week. Mm. And um, uh, the the last episode, the past episode, it was like the the next is season six, um, episode nine, um, was possibly the, my favorite te- my favorite episode of television ever. Yeah, you mm. you uh, you tweeted out a very definitive like, hey, yes. this was the best episode of this show maybe of television ever yes and we actually you showed me some behind the scenes stuff for yes. it and uh that was some very cool stuff yeah some so really like, innovative or not innovative but really um cool stuff for a television show to take on for sure well and the thing is i was telling you like this is a battle it's a medieval battle obviously but like this is a battle that like is better than most medieval battles in movies like i i would say i would put this and then return of the king on par with how cool they are and like uh, immersive they are and intricate they are yeah okay like where the there's all these different things happening and all that kind of stuff like and just like you know there we've gone through so much with all these characters and especially the characters here like one of them's bad obviously one of them was good and like one of them was really one of your pretty much your favorite character on the show and the other one's like one of the worst villains i've ever seen in my life like he's on par with like he's up there with everybody like <laughs> I don't even know, like, is how to describe it. He's a bad dude, and uh, and they battle, and so it's it's uh, it's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so, th- awesome. That's kind of what I'm what I've been up to. Um, I didn't really play that many games. I don't think over the over the past weekend. Uh, wait, no, no. I don't know. Did you? I don't remember. See, oh, I I did. Sorry. There you go. I. Uh... <laughs> Jogged your memory. <laughs> I did jog my memory. Well, it's because I didn't. I didn't play any kind of like game. I've been trying. I'm like, did I make progress in anything I've been working on? No. I played all the E3 demos. Like I played the Doom demo. Um, I played the uh, the Halo Wars Two beta. Um, I played. Uh, there was some other something else. What did you think? Which what, what was your favorite thing? First of all. Um, Oh, I, I played two other things. They, okay, they, that was. I'll, I'll talk about those in a second. Uh, well, Halo Wars. So Halo Wars Two is um, more Halo Wars One. Nice. Um, so it, it's just it's a little more complex. Uh, you are pairing up like pretty much online. That's the component we played with another person, two people on each team. You kind of go at it. Uh, I'm not a huge real time strategy guy, so like I'm not the right person to talk to you about this. But, yeah. It was whatever, you know, like that's kind of how I, I didn't finish the first Halo Wars. Like it, it didn't hold my attention and this didn't hold my attention either. I played mm. like one match and I was like, well, I'm, I get the gist of it. I'm done. Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. The Doom beta, however, I must play this game. Yeah. <laughs> I love first person shooters, number one. And number two, this thing is the fastest, most like 
ridiculous over the top first person shooter I've seen in a long time. Uh, That's good. Like, and by fast, it's just like it's so smooth. It's running at like sixty frames a second, super smooth. Like, it's so fast you lose track of everything sometimes. Like, what's happening and where you're at <laughs> and what you're actually shooting at. Like, <laughs> my eyes can't comprehend. I almost can't. And there's so many cool things in it. Like, there's these collectibles and upgrades, and like you keep track. Like, it's it's uh, you don't have regenerating health. You have health. You have to like. Uh, a recharge basically by picking up health packets and there's shields that you can pick up and it, like it's it's really kind of old school in that sense and I like that it's not old school in the sense like original Halo kind of stuff but like it's just a it's a more modern take on those mechanics and I really really like that very cool yeah they have uh, the, the other cool thing was each le- uh, level has this area that if you unlock it and find it it's like the secret part that kind of looks like a room from uh, the original Doom. Cool. Or Doom 2. And then you unlock the full level at the main menu. So you can go back to the main menu and play this full original level of Doom, but with like the the new like mechanics and like you have the but you have the old guns and all that kind of stuff. It's like really cool. That's super nice. cool. Yeah. That's super uh, cool. The other games I played, so EA had uh um their uh what is it, EA Access free days? Yeah, that's right. And so I don't want to try more Rory McElroy golf since it came out last year. Yeah. Because they had like those like crazy courses or whatever. By by McElroy, you mean McElroy? Mac Sure. <laughs> Rory yep. McElroy. That's what I mean. That's how you Rory say McElroy. it. <laughs> I was like literally thinking, who is Rory McElroy <laughs> in my brain? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know Listen, what I'm not I'm not big in the golf world, <laughs> if you can't tell. <laughs> seen as I didn't try to Speaking play the of which, I'm going to get a hamburger at McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> if I have time. <laughs> I wanted to uh, I wanted to play like the, the crazy, like so there's these battlefield themed courses and stuff like that. I didn't make it to those because you have to play all these other holes to unlock it. But there's some cool mechanics in there like where you have a, a golf ball that sticks to things and explodes and you can like make it like jump up in the air and stuff like that. That sounds cool. like real golf, Chris. Yeah. I, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm not really into golf. I just like the, these exotic crazy courses. It's like a, it's like a virtual mini golf course where you can do anything kind see, of see i'm super into golf i uh i'm very much into it because i mean mario golf mm. that's 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 the <laughs> real golfing you got, simulator. You got your start yeah that's <laughs> where all good golfers start yeah. <laughs> totally mario is. golf uh, and i played uh wwe 2k16 because it was free to play killer um that game had some weird mechanics in it. <laughs> <laughs> the the, mo- the most frustrating one was the the pinning or submission mechanic. You have to like pin these guys and submit. But like the mechanic is like the AI has this like roaming like bar that happens in the circle, and you've got to follow it with your like joystick and like. I couldn't pin this guy. Just like when you pin people in real life. <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah. yeah. You spin your joysticks around. <laughs> yeah. I I could not pin this guy, which means I couldn't progress in the story. They set up this like 2K showcase where you're Stone Cold Steve Austin and you're, you're progressing through his career. I couldn't get past this one wrestling match where apparently he submitted, you know, pinned somebody and they submitted to him and I couldn't get past it. Well, I, I played for like Stone an hour and a half. Steve Austin didn't get very far in his no, career. So I, nope. There's an alternate timeline where that actually probably exists. Chris. Yeah, and it was it was uh, ridiculous. So uh, I promptly uninstalled that game. <laughs> Just not even, not even like a. Oh, I'm gonna let it sit there for a second. It's literally just, just quit uninstall. Exercise. Well, whatever. I, I play for system. three three hours, and then an hour and a half of that is spent trying to get one mechanic that doesn't work to work. 
<laughs> I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> See, Chris, now you know how I feel whenever I play puzzle games. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't this mechanic work right? <laughs> no, it's not the mechanic. It's probably you. <laughs> so, Chris, yeah. I've been playing some games. I've been playing, chipping my way through uh, Horizon, uh, or Forza Horizon 2. Mm. Because, obviously, since Forza Horizon 3 was announced, and that was one of my most excited like things, yeah. I, I had to start playing the other one so that's right super awesome been playing through that i'll probably finish that up very soon i think i've got literally just one more race but it's a gigantic race yeah like it's gonna take a really long time it's uh it's awesome i I also love in that game so the the finale like the big big last thing you can uh this is not a spoiler or anything but you can do it with whatever car you want Mm. so whatever car has been your favorite you could do it in like a little honda hatchback if you wanted to or you can do it in like a super you know amped up race car Car or an off-road vehicle or whatever, but whatever uh, whatever your favorite car is, you can you can do the last thing in that, and I think that's very cool. That's cool. Uh, cool about the game. Anyway, so I've been playing that. Played a uh, a great deal of Rocket League, the new um, the new mm. yeah the new update maps. yeah yeah the uh, what is it called? It's called uh, Neo Neo Tokyo. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. pretty fun. I, I haven't I, gotten a chance to look at it yet. I haven't started either. the new season. It's really cool. Like the theme, like because the, whenever they count down and things like that, it's there's a there's a voiceover and it's like yeah. it's counting down um, in Japanese, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> um, I really like like the vibe. It's, it's been that map has been in. Um, like the actual outline of that map has been in the uh, oh what's the, the labs. rocket labs yeah the rocket really? labs which one is it it's uh it's the one with the track that goes up over the goal oh, okay and then like it's got multi levels basically You're, you mean up to the goal uh, up above the goal like if if you look at like there's yeah. a race so there's one that's flat it. and it just has like a drivable wall. Like you know how some wall you can drive on them, but you can't like. Is that what have been in the Xbox Rocket yeah. Labs? Yeah. yeah. How have I not? The Rocket Labs on Xbox. Those maps are the same as the PC one. Huh. You okay. may remember it as so on the sides, like literally like so it's a as it's a rectangle, but on the longer sides there is two upraised platforms. And so there it's it has almost like yeah. it's a ring within a ring. Yeah. But that one so they've basically taken that, filled out the rest of the graphics, the skins and stuff, so it's not just like this outline of a track. And they advertised it that way in the promo. You see it as a rocket lab arena right. and then it fills in as Neo Tokyo. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Very cool. They've added a bunch of new items. Do I they traded remove it up from some rocket items. Labs? Probably. Yeah. Yes, That's the whole point of one. Rocket Labs is to see if people like it. Mm. And then if it gets the most like playtime and, and like positive reaction, then they implement it into the game. They should take that circular one out of there because I hate that one. <laughs> the donut one? <laughs> yeah, that one bugs the crap oh, out of me too. man. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And then like I think they've added another one into Rocket Labs and I haven't played that one yet. Mm. Um, but like literally just taking this one's place in there. So, um, But yeah, so some fun stuff with Rocket League. Um, what else? Uh, some Call of Duty uh, with with actually uh, listener Patrick. Shout out! It was really fun. It was awesome. Nice. He was rocking it. I was losing terribly. Awesome. <laughs> I haven't played Call of Duty in a minute. And, oh man, uh, I need to pick that back up. I haven't played any of the new maps. Very rusty. They were super fun, man. The nice. the new maps uh, really fun on that. And like I always am intrigued by all the map packs because the initial maps of Call of Duty comes out and they're like kind of like oh they're kind of normal or whatever. But then the expansions go crazy and so there's one like in a water park mm. and it's insane so it's uh it's fun to run around in there so but i've also been out of town yes. uh, over the weekend sunday through wednesday we were in washington dc and while there i met 
Superfan Chris Dennison. Oh, wow. Uh, which is amazing. Uh, what's up, Chris? I know you're, you know you're listening to this. It was amazing to meet him. Um, super fun. We, uh, we met up at a coffee shop there in D.C. Uh, nearby, like one of the metro stops that's near our hotel. Super great, great coffee shop. Really good hang. Um, hung out there for a little bit. But, but Chris, um, who is an amazing baker, uh, baked us some cupcakes. Oh, my gosh. And so we are here to eat these cupcakes yes. on the show. I know we, we've done some things on the show with food before. We yeah. did the cereal. So so I'm going to pass out. Here's here's one for you. And here's one for you. Nice. I picked a great week to be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Um, but, yeah, so we, uh, we've we done some things with food before. But what, this, is the name, what is the name of his uh, so, so Chris's uh, bakery is... Butter is better bake shop, nice. and I say yes, it is located where located in uh, in DC. So uh, it, it, he uh, it's facebook.com forward slash butter is better bake shop, mm. or on Instagram with lots of kind of pictures of of, of baker baked goods and lots this of things. This is really like that. good. Uh, the Instagram.com forward slash butter is better bake shop. Twitter is twitter.com forward slash butter is better b, mm. and then email is butter is better bake shop. At gmail.com. Mm. So Catherine and I, on our way back, we were actually taking these uh, these through the airport or whatever. And I was like, I was so worried that they would like take them and like open them or, or like, you know, have to like Eat search them, them somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to have to inspect this and uh, take a bite out of it or something like that. I don't, I like, I didn't know because I've never taken baked goods through the airport. Very painless process. It was, uh, it was actually really mm. easy to, to, to go through. Um, this is just, really good. Yeah, they, they've just been X-rayed. So last time I was, if they give us superpowers, that's why I was at. <laughs> <laughs> last time I was at the airport. Uh, well, one of the last times when I was I was flying, I was coming through. Uh, where was I coming out of? Um, I guess I was coming out of Phoenix. I was on the way back. Man, that's I believe. Good. Yeah, on the way back from Phoenix. I was going through security, and well, first at the ticket counter, there's this family, and there was there was probably about like I think there's like seven of them. There's like a mother and like an older, like maybe like thirty year old guy and his like kids or whatever. And they were apparently going to visit some family, and the mother had baked a ton of food, like I'm talking pies and cakes and brownies and stuff like this, like baked goods, and put them all in this uh, this. Um, plastic tub. It was a, it was a giant plastic tub, <laughs> oh, and the, no. this ticket agent was like, "I don't know, man. I I think they're what? gonna make you take these all out and throw them away, <laughs> like oh. because, because you know, like they're some of them were like it was like lemon meringue pie and stuff like that, like mm. that oh, were were like if they were if if they had wanted to build a bomb, <laughs> they could be like all in the pies. You know what I mean? Like you know, like you're not supposed to have liquids over like a certain amount or whatever. Well, would it have fit through the fluid. would it have fit through the X-ray machine though? No, yeah. none of this. Like it was in a, this huge thing. Yeah, and they'd make them take them out and put them on, down individually. And I was like, oh, if man, you, oh, sorry. man. And then so then I, they showed up. I saw them again, like trying to go sec- through security, and they were they were like taking them all out and seeing them through individually mm. <laughs> oh, my through gosh. the X-ray machine. Mm. <laughs> like this is my worst nightmare. Mm. And then I saw them get on the plane, and they w- they were short a few items for sure. Yeah, like they had had to like they ditched the the tub at one point somewhere. And then they had they were just like carrying and holding the rest of these these baked goods. Ugh. I know, man. I felt bad for them, but then I'm also like, man, I'm so glad you that did wasn't try like... to take a bunch of pies on an airplane. Yeah, so 
I don't feel that bad well, for like, you. Where are they going to put all these pies? Just pile them in the overhead bin? They've, they've they bought individual seats for the pies, Chris. <laughs> come on. Um, so Chris also, uh, Dennison, said, he said, uh, the cupcakes are devil's food. The frosting is Italian buttercream. Half of the Italian buttercream is plain, and then half of it is chocolate. That's okay. So I was wondering. I was like, okay, the 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 cupcake part tasted um, unique. Yeah, and it's the devil's food. That's why it tasted like that. Because <laughs> it's mixed with sin. So good. <laughs> it was really good. So good. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not a frosting guy, but that was good stuff. It was good gosh. frosting. So good. Anyway, so that was a really fun hang. It was a really good time there. I actually uh I didn't didn't game a lot. I didn't do a lot other than run. Like I, I did our big run through DC. Um it hit, yeah, you posted a lot of stuff. Yeah, I hit every single monument that I and, and memorial that I possibly could um in the time that I had. And it was wild. It was a lot more than I thought it was gonna be. Well, you can hit a lot of stuff. They're all pretty close to each other. Yeah, so. I was very surprised. Like, because I was I, there was one where I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna run from from the uh, the Jefferson Memorial over to the uh, the uh, the like Washington. Lincoln Memorial or whatever." Lincoln. There's like three or four things like in between there yeah, and there, yeah. and it's like I'm walking around, I'm like reading, th- and it's like, "Oh my gosh, this is incredible!" So it was a slower run than I had anticipated <laughs> from the beginning, and a lot um, more reading, a lot more reading. And uh, and it was it was really fun. I actually uh, I have you ever done like been at, at one of these places and then you co opt a tour group that's already going mm, through yeah yeah and you just like I just kind of follow along and listen along and that was really awesome. I did that at the uh, the uh, FDR uh, memorial. Nice. So that was fun. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, I've done that before at museums and I'm like oh cool, I'm going through this. You know, this is European arts during World War II. Cool, 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 cool. And then they like. All right, now we're moving on to the impressionistic Monet paintings of the early 20th century. I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> Not a Monet fan? Come on, Chris. <laughs> you know, I I love Monet. Or, or the, or like the, the, uh, the most recent one was like we were at, at uh, the L.A. Museum. Wait, yeah, L.A. County Museum or whatever it's called. LA, LAMC or something like that. Whichever LA-C-M. one you are a member of what, now. Yeah, the one I, I told that story I'm a member of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to get into the rain room. <laughs> there was this exhibit. We were following uh, people around, and then they went into this. Uh, I don't. Remember, I don't know what it's called exactly, but it was basically trash made to look like art. Like this was garbage. I was about to say, like, and now we go through the smells throughout the ages. Things Uh, that they found (laughs) just like lying around that they would craft into art things. I'm like, yeah, these look cool, kind of, but like. You you had rain rooms to visit. (laughs) I had rain rooms to visit. (laughs) Got better things to do. I'm in LA and I'm standing here looking at someone's trash, and this is not what I came for. <laughs> oh man! If you're a trash uh, artist, I still appreciate you. I I have seen some some art, some like recycled uh, stuff art, and it's it can be it can be good. It can also look a lot like trash. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah. So I, I co-opted some of that. I also had a strange moment at the Jefferson Memorial. You know how you're like supposed to keep quiet around some of the memorials and things like this. Yeah. They have signs. And I was in there, and I was like, kind of standing in the middle of a bunch of people, and all of a sudden they all laughed at the exact same moment, and I was like, "What just happened? That was really funny, and why didn't I get it?" And I realized, <laughs> like, I kept like watching them, and they kept like reacting to things, and I was like, "What's go- what is going on?" They all had earpieces, <laughs> and their tour guide was over here, literally just mumbling, you know, just and I couldn't hear him at all, and they're just like talking very lowly, <laughs> exactly, and so like. <laughs> They kept all being like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was so weird to be there and not be in on it, but, like, hearing this whole, like, exchange.
exchange of, of people. And I, you know, it's just like, what in the world? This is amazing. Um, and then I got to take part in one of those whenever we toured through the Capitol. Uh-huh. They gave us these headsets. And I was like, yes, I'm in now. I'm, I'm one of those people, which was good. Um, but that was that was what my week consisted that's, of. That's cool. So before we move on from what we've been up to, yeah, I have one, I have one thing. Yes. So I I also played through Arkham Knight mm. in one week. Wait mm. again? Again? See, this is. <laughs> so I am ninety percent of the way through this game. I know. I've heard, and it's been months. I've heard. Chris has Chris has gotten me up to speed about your adventure with Arkham Knight. That's right. And I feel like I need to have a sit down chat with you, and you need to get your priorities straight. Okay, here. I'll just I, I will I I need to. You're right. You're right. This is an intervention, isn't it? This is <laughs> pretty this much is an intervention because I heard some pretty not okay things come from Chris's mouth about your experience playing that game. Okay, about your your lackluster appreciation for the game. We'll um, say. yeah. So it's it, it's good. It's a good game. Like I really enjoy it. You hush your mouth. But <laughs> there, there's a few there's a few things specifically like there's so many like tr- like trophies, uh, Riddler trophies and Riddler things to do, and it's like that was overwhelming for a while and it's like now it's way more manageable i think i've got like 25 left or something like that yeah um, maybe it's 75 left i don't know <laughs> it's one of the five there's a big jump but if you think about a seven and a two a seven is really just a two without a, a foot you know anyway yeah that's always <laughs> how i think of a seven that's that's the best way if you are a parent or a teacher that is the best way to describe what a seven looks like to a child uh, um anyway so yeah there's a few things about that game that i'm just kind of like i liked arkham city better mm, with it and here in, we go in a few a few ways get him josh <laughs> it's another podcast it's another podcast okay okay <laughs> I will. I, I just to have that podcast. I will now finish this game. Let me let me put a deadline on this. Let's let's turn this let's turn this thing into. Fultron, please get out your uh, a full Rolodex. Goal. Let us know when you can be back on the podcast. By I'll the end of July, no, no. In the next like couple of weeks, I'll try to wrap up the main story, and then I'll just have like the DLC and things like that. So we'll just have a Fultron cast. Is what it will be. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we've never done this before. We'll have you on. That's right. And you will control the show. Yeah, oh my you gosh. you have the segments and you Scary. have the topics and the you know, all the items that we discuss. We will be your guests That's on right. our own show. <laughs> That's right. I like it. <laughs> you know, the next time we have somebody on for the very first time, we should uh, we should sit down and, and just scare them a little bit and be like, "So we do things a little bit differently here at this show. Whenever the guest comes, they." Drive the show. We usually let you take things. Do so. the intro. <laughs> <laughs> no, do it. Really. <laughs> We're recording. We're waiting. <laughs> it can be stay on target cross Fultron. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We can the vid- summer event of the we year. Can, we can video the whole thing, too, and yeah, then you can put it on your channel. Yes. That'd be great. It'll perfect. be the, the perfect Fultron <laughs> crossover event, but we have to do it in your car. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, this just got even better. I don't yes. know if I want to spend an hour and a half in my car. <laughs> it's hot. We'll just ride to work with you. That's. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> just take your. I'll drive to your house only to get in the car, go to your work, and be like, "Okay, so what am I going to do now? Got Uber back? <laughs> well, I got to work, man. So you're going to have to wait a few hours." <laughs> uh, it's awesome. You can, awesome. Instead of the special guest couch, is the special guest back seat. That's yeah. right. That's right. You can be quiet, town kids. <laughs> I'm turning this right around. 
<laughs> Stop hitting your brother. <laughs> so works. <laughs> oh my Jeez. god. Oh man. Uh, we do have a special segment for uh for this podcast that we haven't had on before. Okay? Yeah, we'll debut it. We're gonna debut it. And normally this would be where the <laughs> segment would be. <laughs> But because of what it is, it has to be later. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. It has to be much later. Like we've got a, we've got a, we've got a review. So we, I don't know if we talked about what we're no, doing. No, we didn't. We're, we're reviewing. <laughs> Welcome to thirty Day. minutes into your podcast. Here's what we're actually going to talk about. Let's intro you're still this around. <laughs> so we are reviewing Independence Day Resurgence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's mm-hmm. the that's the tagline. So Independence Day Resurgence. So we'll have the spoiler free version. Yeah. Then we'll dive. Uh, do a, a spoiler countdown dive into the spoilers of this thing yeah. and that's where the mm. uh the new segment will be mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna be a good one yeah it's gonna be really good is, is, you want to tell them what it's called no Chris? no i, you, you I be started to and then i decided not to you, you were like oh no we're gonna, we're, should we tease it do, do you, you want to tease what do, it? what do we tease how do we the, tease? Name, the, name, the name do you want to give them the name no right they now? gotta wait okay okay, we gotta they gotta wait. wait all right wait. yeah all right well okay well then we're gonna end this and we're going to start the review of Whatever we just saw. <laughs> Independence Day resurgence. <laughs> All right. It's time for our review. It's Independence Day, guys. It resurgence. is. Resurgence. This is spoiler free. Spoiler free. It's yep. going to be kind of short. Probably. So I want to make a big <laughs> big disclaimer here. Yep. At the beginning. I love disaster movies. Uh, so there's a huge bias on my side. I know you, that. Chris. I know you, Chris. And I know you love yourself some disaster. I do. Entire cities being just like mowed over, you're in. I mean, it's just like I, if I, I, I can imagine myself, like these are like things I would imagine as a small boy. Like, man, you know what? If this whole building blew up right now, I could save everyone in here. Like, that's, that's, Wow. That's the kind of... Kind of things you come up that with. That is you know? the definition of optimism, right there, Chris. <laughs> Child Chris was Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> I have no argument. Uh, so Child Chris agrees. That's where I come from. From the that's my perspective. That's I like it. I like it. Well, see, so where I'm going to come from is like how much fun I had in this movie, and so I I had a, a decent <laughs> chunk of fun in this movie. <laughs> Um, but not necessarily for the reasons that you would expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, to dive right in, um, it's overly long. <laughs> Number one, it's about uh, two hours long. Yeah, it's, it's it should have been about an hour and a half. I feel like I remember at one point I looked at my watch because I was like, "Where are we in the scope mm. of this movie?" It feels like we just got started yeah. and we were over an hour in. Mm. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay." I really like the world that they they built, like that they that yeah. they like. You mean in developed. the first movie? Oh, well, uh, you know, I like, see. Yeah, like the what updates. has changed, turned into since then? You know, like yeah. in the past twenty years, what has happened to the it's world? Basically, an alternate reality. Yeah. Of real life now. Right. Right. You can kind of <clears> compare <throat> like what they did with uh, like the updates and things to what like Jurassic World did for yeah. Jurassic Park. Like, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of that type of thing going on. Where you're like, oh, well, what would you know? What would this truly do to this world like yeah. what would having it's, dinosaurs it's self-aware do like it, it's right yeah and I, like in terms of disaster movies we talked about this recently with uh i can't remember what movie we've reviewed so many recently but like where if you're gonna do a good disaster it was x-men yeah it was if X-Men. you're gonna do a good disaster movie you got to show what it's like for the people on the ground that's right yeah. <laughs> the people like and it just did it did that a lot know? of that it was fishermen good. in the atlantic 
You've got, you know, a bus full of school children. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the army people. Yep. A Can random we... person running away uh, from a city at one point. Mm. Yeah. Which was wild. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you saw the impact it had on the mo- the everyday person. That's yeah. right. You could put yourself in their shoes. That's right. Uh, Unless you're Chris, and then you would be saving everyone. Yeah, no, no, I'm the main character of the movie, <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> Everybody is the main character of their own movie in their own mind, and that's great. I like that. <laughs> Such a general statement is general. <laughs> I don't think anybody wakes up and goes, I'm going to be an ancillary character to my movie. <laughs> I don't know how many people wake up and be like, I'm in a movie today. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I can remember staying at the top of Bush Stadium thinking if I jumped, I could fly off the top of this. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) That's called schizophrenia. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do it. I have one question, Chris. It's very important. Was this... The old Bush Stadium or the new Bush Stadium? Oh, uh, it was the old Bush Stadium, for sure. Of course. Yeah. Because that one was shaped like a UFO, and it was I awesome. Know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> St. Louis fans, shout out. General thoughts about the movie. Spoiler free. Oh, gosh. Um, I honestly think, like, it's part of it, like, I'm, I'm curious, like, what, what qualifies as a spoiler? So, like, but... Uh, well, here, okay. Yeah. yeah. I've, got, I've got something. Okay. Go for it. I have a feeling you guys, because I've listened to you guys' podcast, I know how you think about movies. You're going you're gonna to find some optimism in this. So let me be the voice. Let me be the voice of what the F <laughs> just happened. Okay, so here's my, here's my take on this movie. Spoiler free. It uh, basically destroys everything that was good about mm. the first movie. Mm. It completely trashes mm. everything that made the first movie worth it. It discards every moment uh, to bring validity to any of the characters, to mm. any of their motivations, and it completely just takes a big poop <laughs> on the original Independence Day movie, and there was not even close to enough Jeff Goldblum in no, this movie. No. Not even close. Okay, so- Or Bill Pullman. Yeah. yeah, like the the my my favorite part in terms of like the most the most inspiring part that felt like the first movie was like a random speech that he gave to like a hangar full of like just, like <laughs> they're just passerbys yeah. that happened to be there. He's yeah. like, I'm yeah. gonna make a speech now, and it was like, this yeah. is amazing. But like, no, it's <laughs> all these millennials are like, well, I guess he was the president once. So I guess we'll listen to him. I mean, like, and at that, like, you have. Uh, Later on, after that, you had somebody giving a, another speech at, over, and like this is this is an like evidence to how like long this movie is, and how like they they're like, oh well, that was awesome. We should do that again and again, you know. And so like they yeah. had another another person giving another speech, and it's like, man, I feel like that first speech was the money one, mm-hmm. and now you know, I don't know. So yeah. like, yeah, you, you had moments like that. Yeah, it's very one dimensional. The character is very one dimensional. There's really no like character development for nope. anyone like they pretty much all in the end in the same spot that they started pretty much everybody except for uh chris hemsworth no he, liam hemsworth liam, liam yeah all the other new characters were terrible actors yeah they were awful the editing was terrible well i mean were they awful actors or were those just terrible written lines <laughs> No, the kid who played the guy who played Will Smith's son, that mm. dude could not act to save his mm. life. I don't know. I don't know. See, I, I'm I'm more with Chris here, where it's like you look at the, the the dialogue, and it's like I almost think almost 
anybody no, no. reading Wait, or, because or reciting the dialogue when he gave his would be speech very strange oh, i i agree yeah. i agree okay. that uh, speech this, he gave mm. he stumbles on his words yeah i agree mm. this the acting was bad in that point i was like i don't believe this kid yeah i think i think as the movie kind of went on too like i did notice like the later scenes in the movie like the later the later moments they the acting kind of did take a turn for like almost it like i said it was it was very like Man, this this just got crazy. I think they all phoned it in. Yeah, crazy cheesy near the end, and you're just oh like, man, gosh. they know this is cheesy, and because they know this is cheesy, yeah. then it's coming off like it's cheesy. Right, right. Whereas if you're if you're like, I'm thinking about other movies that are super cheesy, and people just like completely commit to the cheesiness. Yeah, they commit to the cheese, like Pacific Rim. Right, mm, it doesn't try yes. to be serious. They no. commit to, be- to the cheese. And it comes off as as like, oh, this is awesome, yeah. rather than this is cheesy, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so like, you got to commit to the cheese. And, and I don't think anybody near the end of the movie was committed to the cheese anymore. That's that's to me the general way in which this movie failed the what is now apparently going to be a Independence Day franchise. Like they just took a crap on it. Was that a spoiler? No. no okay. I'm, I'm just saying, is it though? Yeah. I don't know if it will. Oh yeah. You think so? Yes. That's why there's a subtitle. And we can we can talk about it in in the spoiler free section as to why. But yeah, I it's (laughs) the end. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone can kind of infer. It just okay. The first movie took itself super seriously. It had characters. I mean, to some extent. I mean, there was comedy in it, but uh, and then there were characters, and it's the same character in this movie who's supposed to be the comic relief is the one in last, the long gray hair dude, but like. Uh, the first movie took itself seriously in like you you think about the buildup of like Will Smith and just yeah. like who he oh is and gosh. where he comes from yeah. and what he what he thinks about his family and the fact that you know he has this family he's not married yet and that's a point of contention for him and and he wants to make you know he wants to to marry this this woman and and you're like okay this guy he has like a future that he wants yeah. I, you don't get any of that with yeah. his son in this movie. Yeah, you don't get true. any of that. I mean, you get some of it with Liam and his his girlfriend, but it's like, I don't care. Even with the, so like the the pilots. So like, I think about like Will Smith, you know, like he, they played off of like Top Gun. Like this is what a pilot looks like, or this is yeah. what a, you know, a fighter pilot looks like. And these kids are just like, I'm fine. I haven't flown in like six months. And now, yeah, you know, it did like, kind of oh, seem gosh. like everybody knows how to fly in this world. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll move on here like very quickly because, like, to me, like the last thing I want to say in the in the spoiler free section is that I uh, um, this it was a very large budget B movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like this is about as large yeah. budget as, as you can get. Yeah, like you even had. Well, that's a spoiler too. Just trust me. There's things. I will in say it there's some ridiculous. fantastic shots in this movie. Oh yeah, it looks beautiful. Wise. There's no. There's. I don't think there were very many, if any, special effects shots that I was like, oh god. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, they all looked really cool. Yeah. yeah. They really did. They really did. And like, so the last thing I'll say about it is, I had a lot of fun during this movie, and yeah. I laughed a lot during this movie. Yeah. But I laughed a lot because of you know, more about like. The, the ridiculousness of what was happening and like how how you know right it was it was less about like oh this is a, a fun movie and more about like this is a ridiculous right. movie you know yeah there's there's a part of me that like so I like Roland Emmerich has been doing this for a while and like he's like the master of disaster movies and mm-hmm. but I feel like any like for the last few movies he's done he's almost a caricature of him himself yep uh, like he doesn't mm. like before he took himself seriously 
and what he was doing seriously. Now, just like, let's just see how over the top we can get with it. Yeah. And have, you know, halfway poke at myself, but not really, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it is, he's not fully committing to these things. To the wink. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's like, you just get hit or miss, you know, that way. You know, like you get 2012, which is terrible. You get White House Down, which is decent, but it's more comedy driven, like this one was, but it's supposed to be, you know, like you've got this over the top, you know, uh, um, Secret Service agent, you know, who's Channing Tatum. Like how, you know, sometimes the pieces just fall and they fit right, you know, like yeah. uh, in that situation they did. And this, not so much. 2012, definitely not. Yeah. 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 So. Let's go ahead and say, go see this in theaters. I wait to see it on DVD or like, how, how, what are we, where are we sitting here? Well, if you don't like the original movie or disaster movies, do not go see this movie. Yeah. No, yeah. But if you do, go see it. Yeah. <laughs> if you do, I say, <laughs> sure. I why would, not? I would give, I would say, I would give somebody a fair warning. Hmm. Yeah. I think the, the, the words around it was this movie, like a lot of critics are saying, it's a lot of fun, it's really big, and it's really dumb. I feel like they should have said it's extremely dumb, <laughs> but there's some cool things. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what I would tell somebody. Like, it is a mess of a movie as far as writing, acting, <laughs> editing, script, all that. It is just a disaster, but there's some cool stuff in there and some cool concepts that if you can, like, just shut it off and watch that, then yes, it's pay like, the $13 to go see it. It's like right. Piranha 3D. Yeah. You know, you don't. <laughs> You don't go in expecting a masterpiece. But with this, I kind bro. of, I kind Sharknado. of did expect something. Okay, yeah, that's true. Because that's true. It's, that's the true. first that's movie true. was something. Yeah, it was really good. No, I, I agree. I, I've, I've the past like few uh, Fourth of Julys in a row, I've watched the original Independence Day. Yeah. yeah. Is this one gonna start hitting the uh, the rotation? I mean, I'll buy it. You know. Every year, Chris, twist my arm. <laughs> Double feature, man. Double feature. Uh, maybe. I mean, I'll Depends definitely probably watch it next year. There you go. All right. So we're gonna spoil this thing. We're gonna count it down from. Let's just count it down from five this time. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Turn it off right now. Turn it off. I don't know if we gave enough time. That was really fast. Spoil us. The president dies. Oh my gosh, dude! All the presidents die. Every uh, single person that could possibly be a president, except for one dude, <laughs> dies. They just walk in with one line: "We're sorry, the entire presidential succession <laughs> has, been, <laughs> has been taken out." Dude, the exposition in this film. <laughs> I felt like I was in a high chair and they were just like shoving peas down my throat. What was the one? It was it was whenever like we see a shot of the the mother the alien like mothership leaving the ship and like they're like they say they know she's here. She's on her way. And another man goes, She's on her way. I'm like, Yeah, we know she's on her way. We saw her. From the get go, the first shot of the movie is on the moon. Obviously on the moon. Mm -hmm. I know what the freaking moon looks like, Mm -hmm. okay? I can understand that they've colonized the moon. Two shots later, in text that takes up a quarter of the screen, it says, The moon. (laughs) And I'm like, no crap! <laughs> what about the moon milk? What was moon milk? Why does the so milk awesome. on the moon have to be different than the milk on the earth? Why That's isn't so it just like I, mean, I call it milk. Earth milk? I don't know yeah. what you call it. But. Yeah. <laughs> 
like what's a milk company? Well, like like listen. clarity, clarity milk, right? Is that what's called? Purity, purity. purity. Yeah. Like go. why isn't it just purity milk but shipped to the moon? What do they have cows in like moon cells milk? that they, they like, do? Maybe they do. So Saturn milk would be Saturn milk. I would imagine the grass. Does, does, the, does the lack of gravity make milk taste better on the moon? I also I love how no one panicked when they're like, we've lost our our defense station on Saturn. It's gone. Yeah. It's just not there anymore. By the way, <laughs> like, let's turn it up to red. Yeah, let's. <laughs> uh, please turn the lights to red, and I'm gonna call my wife. <laughs> I love, I love. And he tells her to get to her sister's house. Go to your sister's. She can protect you from aliens. As I sit here in this bunker underground that is probably the most secure place on the planet, and the you should go movie, to your sister's. First movie, Will Smith brings his wife there. Yeah. Yes. To the bunker. Yes. Not to, hey, go to your sister's. Because in the first movie, everybody has a freaking brain. Mm, yeah. And in this movie, nobody does. No, but in this movie, everybody has a uh, significant other that they are that they apparently end <laughs> well, up with. Well, inevitably die. Yeah, like, but they end up... Which they, will quickly be followed by a comedic relief scene. Right, mm. like, they, they ended up, like, either, either that happened, like, where they just die, or, yep. like... They're at the end. Everybody's super happy, and we're all together now. And it's like I felt, felt like that was very strange. Like right off the bat, at the very beginning, I was like, "Oh, so the 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 it's kind of the almost in my mind the cheapest way to get you to to care about someone is to show that they care about someone else, or to share that someone else cares about them." So let's and it's just like, oh, "Okay, so let's just do that for everybody." Let's talk about Will Smith is Will Smith's wife no. who's in this film. Oh okay? my gosh, she got she's in one scene. Yeah. Okay, she's in one scene on the phone. Where they literally exposition the crap out of it to get mm. you to understand mm-hmm. that this is the same lady from the first mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. The next time you see her, she has a minute and a half of screen time before she falls out of a helicopter and dies. Yeah, yeah. and that was such a such a waste because she's such a good actor. You know, it's like oh my gosh, like and the way that they show the yeah. son deal with it. He's just staring into his locker and he's just like, "I watched her die, man." <laughs> cool eulogy, bro. Like. <laughs> Well, then, 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 then in his speech, he's like, we all fall off someone. Yeah. Like, this is like your group therapy. Yeah, like 20 minutes ago, bro. Why are you not a f- even phased by this? Yeah. <laughs> so so stepping back to, like, the aliens themselves. Like, I thought the, the, uh, the strategy going into this one, it was they're just they're bigger. Right. Just all around. Like, the ship is so, bigger. Yep. The aliens are bigger. And then we have the queen. Yeah. And yep. she's way bigger. So that's, uh, like, I was going to say, like, whenever we said a bad... Like a, a high budget B movie. This is like those old like this the giant manatee, you know, kind of <laughs> or praying mantis attacks, you know, kind of like movies. Have you seen one of the ones like it's like moles or like and they're just clearly just guinea pigs and they're oh, just yeah. like they're just some, like they oh, run no, around they, behind them. They ate my friend and it's like clearly just chewing on like a celery or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. And everyone's <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It felt kind of like that. Like it was just like, man, this thing is gigantic. I do appreciate the fact that they like they made the point to be like, oh, it's got its own gravity, and so that was that was one of the cooler moments of this thing was whenever that thing initially came in and it was like sucking up all the water and all the cities, and then whenever it merged gravity with uh, with Earth, which I'm not entirely sure if it would actually do once it got close enough, um, everything drops. Um, which is very interesting. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of a cool twist. But yeah, I just, uh, I've, that was okay. one of the visually, most visually cool moments. Let's delve into science for a second. <laughs> science I'm time. definitely not a science expert. Say you were twirling me around 
it, on, on a string, okay, on a rope. I'm holding onto a rope, and you guys are spinning me around you. I'm orbiting around you. Yeah. It's true. Okay, so like Jonathan's got me on a rope. We totally and, got this. And then Fultron comes and grabs hold of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be harder for John to hang on, and I'm probably going to fly off the rope. Yeah. Wouldn't this giant ship that's the size of the fourth of the planet like spin us off? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just smashed your microphone. Spin us <laughs> off of our axis and off hurtling off into the depths of space somewhere. Yeah, so I was also thinking like it, it so, so as it comes in and it's got its own gravity and it passes like it literally takes like gives the moon a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they have to run into the moon? <laughs> I so also the driver's like, hey, go guys, I didn't see that thing. I also had the thought <laughs> Iceberg ahead that the moon orbits around the earth. And so they put a defense station on something that they can't control where it's at around the earth, just hoping that the aliens come from that direction. <laughs> no, they had that, that fence thing. That's true. But yeah. I mean, the satellites, they didn't turn on the first time. I just don't understand. What's the point of the moon one then? I mean, you know, I mean, it's just cool. Well, to be I think on the they moon, had man. them on every planetary like yeah. body, like <laughs> as far out as they could go. <laughs> but this isn't like it's not like that's what they had on Saturn. They yeah. had another one on Saturn. But, exactly. it, but think one of it this Mars. way: like, Mars is probably on the other side of the sun. So we have, so we, so we have, like, if I think about, like, okay, so the wall, Great Wall of China, it's along a line, and it's because you know people are gonna have to come around on the ground to get there. Space is gigantic. You can come from any direction you want. You don't think they're gonna like just maneuver around your station on these other planets? I think you just put things where know. you can put them. <laughs> it's a lot of money, man, to spend on on something that won't do much. It's a lot of en- wasted energy for us to try and describe yeah. any science in this movie. Very, Very true. Very true. So, do we want to go into the new segment, or have we already been there? Have we, have we been there? <laughs> we've kind of we've we've danced around it so the new segment is Fultron's Got Issues so we've we've danced around it is there anything else you have to add to uh, to what issues you have with this movie so I mentioned that I hate the editing and here's why and I don't know if this is I mean this is probably a script problem as well but there's things you can do in editing to help this so when, when the, the, the kid's mother dies, Will Smith's right. wife, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she dies, there is so little buildup. There's so little setup for that for us to even give the slightest crap. It completely 100% depends on our knowledge of the previous movie, which I, mm. didn't, under, I didn't even put together until she was dead. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the same chick. Like, why didn't I... I should have put that together, but I didn't put it together <clears throat> because I don't care. <laughs> so, um, so she dies and we immediately move on. Mm-hmm. We do the same exact thing with the old president. Mm-hmm. Yep. He has no, like the, the relationship between him and his daughter was so flat and so uninspired that when he says, I'm going to go kill myself, I'm like, great, let's do it. Like, Let's save the planet, I guess. I mean, we got to do it before the movie's over, so <laughs> let's go. Yeah. And then uh, we just move right on from that. We never really see her grieve much. We see like a single tear come out of her out of her eye. Um, and then the uh, Jeff Goldblum's dad, right? Mm-hmm. 
So he's in the ocean when that thing lands, mm-hmm. creates a tidal wave, and he rides the wave. And surfs up. He rode the wave, dude. And I, I believe, up. and it's somewhat comedic, right? You're right. I believe that happens directly after Will Smith's wife dies. Yeah. Like that's, it's literally like she falls into the building. Will Smith's son goes, no mom. And then like just dude (laughs) riding a boat, (laughs) like with funny things happening around him. And I'm like, you can't do that. Yeah. Like you can't do that. There's not, there's there's so much, there's so many like emotional uh, faux pas in this film. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just like quick, like 180 direction changes where you're just like, I didn't even get a chance to feel that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get a chance to like, yeah, there was, there. there was, uh, the, the only one that was close was, um, I can't remember the, the dude who wakes up from the coma and yeah. then his friend, uh, I mean, they, they okay, like whenever that, that guy was dies, horrible too, because it was like, horrible because it, this is supposed to be a sweater. Right, exactly. And he makes a joke for his like final words or whatever. But like that was the one time where they came close where you're just like, maybe they're gonna let it be, but then they don't, you know, and it's just like, I don't know. It's yeah, you're right. It's every single time you have an emotional moment like that, um, the weight of it is it is has lifting. to be a payoff of something, and there was nothing built up. There was no homework done for any of the characters. Mm. And <clears throat> in the first movie, you get this great buildup. There's such a there's such a buildup to that first encounter with those ships. And when it zaps the, the white house and they zap the, the tower in LA, like, and they do this coordinated attack. Yeah. You're a good, like 30, 40 minutes into the, probably 40 at least minutes into the film. Yeah. You've had a lot of learning and growing with these characters and getting yeah. to know who they are and what their struggles are. And when that happens, it's tragic. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's when the president's wife gets killed yeah. And or she at least gets injured and I think dies later. I can't mm-hmm. remember. But like mm-hmm. um <clears throat> you get that thing, you get uh Will Smith's uh uh fiance at the time <clears throat> running through these tunnels in LA trying to escape. Mm-hmm. You have all this stuff. This this movie kicks off with an attack. Mm. Like just right out of the gate. It's like, hey, we got problems. Like you get maybe like 15 minutes, mm-hmm. 15, 20 minutes of like, mm-hmm. here's some new characters. And then it's right. like, and aliens. And you're well, just like, like, so yeah. So that crap. first, the first ship, the alien ally, which was very interesting and very, uh, you know, I, it was, it was a weird one. It was strange, you know, cause everybody's drawing these things and you're like, oh, I don't know what this is anyway. Yeah. But whenever that happened, um, if you don't count that one, whenever the actual, like the, the big mothership or whatever yeah. came in and started destroying the moon, we were 45 minutes into this movie. Um, and that, that was whenever I like, I checked my watch and I was like, this seems like well, this is going time, time flies when it, you don't have any substance. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, this seems like this is like the, that nothing has happened, but it's been a long time. Well, like, that's the thing. They had, so, I mean, I was, this is, I was going to bring this up at some point. We have, there's so many characters in this, right? The cast. Yeah. It's huge. It was. Yeah, it was way too big. And like, oh, why are we dealing with this? I mean, why? Why was the the story with uh, Jeff Goldblum's dad? Yeah, it served no purpose. No, at all. And Can what? We, why did the the geeky dude and the Asian lady? Why did they exist? Yep, I no idea. Well, com- comedic relief. Yeah, comedic yeah. relief. Like, right? There's just people that have no purpose to be. Like, have no business being in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there's Armageddon. A- <clears throat> yeah, I cry at Armageddon. Oh, dude, of course. <laughs> It's emotional for me. That Aerosmith com- song comes on. I'm always still right there. Every with you. single time, Liv Tyler runs to Ben Affleck. I mean, it's yeah, <laughs> it's just the fountain goes so beautiful. 
But there this was, movie has none of that. Yeah. No, I mean, even, okay, even no. the, the cheesiest lines in the first movie, like when Will Smith has that freaking intense dogfight with that other spaceship, mm, mm-hmm. and it crashes, and he pulls the alien out, and it's like freaking yeah. out on him, and he punches him, and he goes, welcome to Earth, like that. Yeah. You're like, F yeah, man. <laughs> so good. Our planet, bro. Our planet. <laughs> so good. And it's super cheesy. It's a one-liner. It's total blockbuster one-liner. There's none of that in this movie. No. Well, there was the moment where uh, mm. uh, Liam Hemsworth punch, tries to punch one of them. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shouldn't have done that. And he runs away. And it's like, oh. I thought it was going to be the same kind of thing. Yeah, but it, it, he, it totally like took your... So, he yeah. says, I should have kept running. Like, right, yeah. And it's like, so there's the uh, there's the expectation that we have set up by the previous film. And yeah. this one just completely like turns it on its head. And you're just like, why would you do that? I, I feel like I was cheated from, yeah. from a cool from throwback. S- such an iconic... like I think of like, my favorite... Three favorite one-liners. One of them doesn't even exist. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> right. Number two is um, uh, welcome to Earth. And then number three is get off my plane. Yeah. Those are the best. <laughs> I think those are definitively the best one-liners, Chris. Yeah, that's what I say. That's my that's, vote. That's my list, too. <laughs> <laughs> and then you ruined one of them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, like, so... As far as as far as the action in this movie goes, like I, I laughed a lot because like we were just sitting here and it's just just ridiculous. Like it's like what yeah. can happen next? And it's like, well, the queen can come out and she has <laughs> her own shield. Yeah. And we have to say that she has her own shield. Yeah. There was there was a ton of like just like stay with us guys moments you yeah. know where it's like yeah. just believe us on this one it was just it, like it, it was it continuously was like oh, tried to pull twists on you yeah. and so we had this oh they've attacked us oh now they're drilling and they went the molten core oh but they actually want this other alien that's also here and so we're gonna do that now yep. and then so you're like oh now it's happening now you know we're we're getting there and then they blow up the ship and it's like oh it's over and, oh now we've got a, the the giant turns into a Godzilla movie basically yeah. you know and so so there's constant twists that don't that don't ever really shock me or never shocked me. It was just like okay. Because Before we move on, thing. do you have more issues? I I don't have any issues. Ah. I do have some things that I actually liked about the film. Oh huh? well, then we're done oh. with. Fultron <laughs> has issues. <laughs> one thing I wanted to talk about. Okay, only one. <laughs> I loved the whole vibe, like when they're in that village with the warlord and oh like going up inside God. that old thing. Yeah. I'm like, man, I want to <clears> see whatever war these guys fought against the aliens. Yeah, that dude like, was super cool. That's what I mean by like the world building. I'm like, man, this is such a cool place. Right. You know, I want right. to see what was going on. Like whenever they're walking up on the side of that that yeah. giant ship, and you're just like, holy cow! And it's like they've obviously been up there before. Right. Um. The the warlord and, and those guys. It's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. And like whenever Jeff Goldblum says, "Oh, I guess you found the armory," you know that's that's super cool stuff that's going yeah. on there. And we didn't spend any time investigating yeah. any of that. <laughs> no. And Jeff Goldblum, I, I will say, I rate movies, you know, in my mind based on how much Jeff Goldblum they have. In them. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the Jeff Goldblum ratio of this movie? Yeah, you know, <laughs> he so. was so underused in this movie. Yeah, I mean, he is what like obviously Will Smith made the first independence movie but jeff right. goldblum's close second man i mean so like this goes back to i didn't care about any of the new characters at all no the only ones i did care about i cared about the old characters i cared about yeah. jeff goldblum and, and the former president yep like i wanted them to be the drivers for this movie and they just weren't and i'm just like why yeah like i don't understand yeah 
why, yeah. why we're not focused on it because they're great actors. You still like have a connection to them from the other movies, or else right. they wouldn't be in the here at all. Um, the only one I didn't really have any kind of like again, I didn't because he was she didn't have no screen time. Was Will Smith's wife? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in this movie, like again, like so we dispensed very very early on. We kind of dispensed away, or was like, oh well, all these characters that we know, they're kind of over here, or like, and so we're dealing with this, or they're over here, and then now they're dead, right? But then you also suffer. Like I feel like the movie, in my mind, especially early on, uh, in, in Act One of the movie, it felt like everything was connected. Like it has the everything is connected syndrome. So like literally every character that we were focusing on knew each other or were like Which interacting with each other some other way. And it's like, I guess that makes sense because you have like, this is the core group of people. This is the people that survived, you know? So yeah. obviously they're connected, but um, it's, it was very strange to me. I was like, Oh, so that person knows that person, the new character specifically was that person knows that person and that person knows that person. And it's just this kind of, um, Basically, if you were to take them all and put them in a party, they would all know each other already. True, you know? true. So true. it was very strange early on. I didn't understand that dynamic until later on. I was like, oh, I guess it would make sense. But yeah. why were they connected before and not just like after? Because it's like, oh, I don't know. Anyway. They also eliminated a lot of the mystery from kind of the ethos of, of Independence Day or mm. the, the mythos, I guess is the right word. Like mm. in the first movie, it took us a while to get to see an alien. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you see them, you're still kind of like, what are they even? Right. Like, how are, do they even work? And in this movie, like almost right off the bat, the first scene, that dream sequence, mm-hmm. that's kind of not really a dream sequence because they actually were doing the thing that he was dreaming about. Um, like it's, you just right off the bat, you see the queen face to face. Yeah. Mm. And you're just like, oh, so that's, that's the alien. Okay. Um, and, and just, a lot of the the alien stuff was just so in your face uh, that it just it there was no like oh that's so cool like yeah. mm-hmm. uh, or I want to know more about that like yeah. um, there weren't any mystery boxes lying mm-hmm. about yeah well like, well you know like the we know part of the good a good like horror movie or making something scary is just like things that are unknown yeah like we know the we know the aliens motivations in this yep. we know what they're after yep. we know like their whole plan we know there's a lot of them we're like yeah. oh, we just know everything now yeah so it's like yeah. no there's nothing to be afraid of because now you know everything yeah. you know yeah and apparently we're gonna get all the all the weapons we need to fight them yeah to yeah. fight to them well, whatever that means apparently humans are underestimated yeah so what did things you, like that you liked about it yeah. yeah okay so this is kind of a, a it's kind of a trick because there are things that I like about the film, but they also make me hate the film because they didn't do them (laughs) right. Yeah. Um, So three things. Let me see if I can remember them. The first one was the ship. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I loved the idea of this ship basically latching onto our planet. Mm -hmm. And there were moments when you saw how it was just digging into the earth and like total like cities were just being, torn apart Mm -hmm. the Burj Khalifa falls in the middle of London like Mm -hmm. yeah that's crazy and that is an incredible thing and I think it's fantastic and I think they completely like just brushed over it yeah (laughs) I mean it's the first act of the movie basically is like the destruction of half the world and you're just like and we're done with that okay (laughs) yeah um so I loved the idea of that um, I also love the idea of a third party 
that is fighting those aliens. Ah. That was very cool. That has come to inter- intervene and make this right. Mm-hmm. The way they handled that was terrible. I also because, like the fact that like we shot him out of the sky to begin with. We we perceived him as some sort of a, a threat. Yeah, and I, feel just like like, I, I hated that. I hated it, that. That was so dumb. It it made humanity look like complete a holes. First of all, like you would th- okay. I get that we're paranoid about alien attacks, but twenty years. If you think about even the climate of our generation versus right. our parents' generation, right. like we take things way more cautiously. Yeah, and we we tend to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like we don't rush into war. We don't rush into fighting. That's not our generation. And this is a movie for our generation. Right. Right. It's about our generation. This is, you know, I was, I was Will Smith's kid's age when I saw the first movie or around, I was a little older, but around that age. Right. And so just the way that like all of humanity is just like, if we see anything in the sky, we blow it up. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then they throw a freaking celebration. True. Like, what is this? The hunger yay! games? Like we, yay, we killed people. Like it was, that was just such yeah, a disconnect for me. Yeah. Well, the, so, yeah, the celebration you got, you got was just Jeff Goldblum being like, it's not the same ones. Yeah. It's something different. And there, and then it doesn't do anything besides sit there and look at them. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and anytime Jeff Goldblum says something like that, I'm going to listen to him. Anything about dinosaurs or aliens, right. I'm listening. To, I'm on Jeff Goldblum's side. Yeah. Always. So I love the idea of this other species that, that has some answers, has some insight. And I wish that they would have left all the exposition about the aliens, all the information about the aliens uh, to this one device and let this device, this, this mm, storytelling device uh, be kind of this like aha moment of yeah. like, holy crap, this is unfolding. This is insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just have like, and once that thing, which had the stupidest, most human voice ever and was just completely underwhelming as she's talking to all the scientists and explaining everything, you're like, yeah, we kind of got that already. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there was some new stuff that she told us, but right. it was like, we kind of got that, like they're scared of this thing. They know that it holds the key. How they figure? They figured out the hive thing real fast. Yeah, yeah. it just yeah. And the, the, so I, the only thing I can leave that up to is to say with the research they've done in the in between the twenty years in between. But <clears throat> that's kind of a really big cop out. And yeah. so I always you know I think about this movie versus other movies, and like this one, it didn't assume the audience was smart and assume the right. audience was very dumb yep. because they told you everything yep. and they told you everything multiple times, but they, they sure as heck did assume we saw the first movie. Right. You know? And, and, and so I, I think about other movies like, you know, any Christopher Nolan movie, it's like, he assumes that you're just smart, you know, yep. that you you can pick up on the subtext and you can pick up on what's going on here. And like, you're going to, you're going to be paying attention basically. Yeah. Um, whereas this one is just, it, it kind of the first, I mean, even the first independence day, it assumed that you were paying attention to the movie. Yeah. It assumed that you, you kind of knew what was going on here. Yeah. Um, and that sort of thing. So, but then again, I will say this, all of those weird exposition moments or, or those strange, like one liners and like, Oh, you know, where you, it did generate a lot of uh, a lot of laughter from me during the yeah. movie. So, <laughs> yeah. so I, I liked the I, I liked the concept of that. I th- I was like, oh, we might be onto something here, and then they just totally right. ruined it. The third thing, yeah, I actually do like the Queen Alien. Mm. There was when she comes out of the ship and fights on land, mm. like on mm-hmm. foot with them. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that looks really cool. I love how big she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how threatening she is. Mm-hmm. 
I thought it was stupid that she had her own shield. I wish they would, could have been a little more creative. Um, it's like, it's like independence day. Everything has a shield. Like that's just right. like the rule. Like the one thing the humans didn't learn over the 20 years is don't fire at anything because it has a shield. <laughs> yeah. That was the first mistake they made in 1996. Or to just get a shield around yourself, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, just create a shield for earth. What, what are you doing with these weapons that you're yeah, trying to like else? Nothing that they made had a shield, but the aliens still had shields. Right. I do love like <clears throat> the way they use the shields, like whenever they contained the bombers inside. That was cool, yeah. yeah. That was, and was really like, oh, cool. All smoke inside there, and then uh, the way they contained the the mothership inside that big huge shield. Yep, like that was cool. Yep, but I yeah I liked how menacing that queen was. I, I definitely felt the like terror and this the the weight of that situation. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, are we ready to rate this thing? Yeah, sure. Okay. What do we rate it? Chris. I'm going to give this a big old dirty seven. <laughs> dirty seven. <laughs> so does that what does that mean, Chris? Does that mean it's like a uh, it's it's like some other number I but mean, it has dirt on it, so it looks no, like I mean, a it, seven? It came in hot and it's not a great movie, but I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And I love disaster movies, so I'm gonna give it a seven. Awesome. Fultron. Okay, there was a movie that we talked about. And I said I would have given it a six. Mm. Do you remember what it was? Talk about earlier today? No, it was a few weeks ago. I <laughs> can't remember. Six. About four years ago. That we reviewed? Remember we had a I don't know if we reviewed it or what. But I feel like this is the worst movie I've seen in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and since I have ten numbers to work with here, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it a five. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, in my personal scale of like five is where I start enjoying that I've, I've seen it. I would say this one's close to a seven, you know, and it's purely just because of the, uh, the, the laughing that I did and the, uh, (laughs) just, just the ridiculousness. Like, I think like that if there was one word that I would use to describe this movie, it is ridiculous ridiculous you know where it's just like oh my gosh that was a ridiculous plot twist that was a ridiculous moment you know yeah and so it's like if you can go into it and and i feel like i went into it with a uh you know with with a, a mindset of like oh this is gonna be just insane and you know it was it I, i'm all that. for having fun at the movies but i'm i'm also about being like respected as a viewer true like, very true and very i feel true. like you take a movie like yeah. mad max that is entertaining as crap, man. Yeah, yeah. And it also treats you with respect. I feel right. like this movie was just like, oh, yeah. you liked Independence Day. Check this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Mad Max, though, in my mind, is like a 9.5. Yeah. Like, that's a high rate. I mean, I think movie. I put, like, Birdemic or, like, The Room, you know, or Troll 2, like, down <laughs> yeah. at, like, 1, right? <laughs> yeah. And 10 is, like, un- un- unobtainable. Like, you can't get a 10. But I would put like you know Children of Men way up there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would put Mad Max up there. Yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Oh yeah. But, I mean, I'm I'm sitting on this one. Like I said, it's 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 right. It's it's maybe not quite a seven, but it's it's very close. Like where it's just like of the amount of fun that I had while I was sitting there with you two. Yeah, watching this film. <laughs> Thank you for going to this film with the, me. You're there welcome. were times whenever I laughed out loud and I realized, oh, no one else is laughing. Yeah, I was like, everybody else is taking this very this moment seriously, but no, we're not. We're just we're all three just chuckling it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah. Where can we check you out online? Uh, at Fultron eighty four. And you can find us online at SaintTargetPodcast.com. At Chris at 250 on Twitter. And at John Wright 777. And at Stay on Target Pod. 
You can find us on any podcast service of your choice. Please, any of them. Please subscribe to us and review us. Tell your friends about us. We appreciate it. What are we talking about next week, John? Anything? Oh, man. Let me pull up the calendar because I don't remember. But we can always... So sometime in the next couple of weeks, I really want to do a, a breakdown of like what are the... The, the fall and I guess the fall yeah. and late summer games that are coming out and like which ones are we planning to pick up because it's like there's just so much coming out yeah. and it's like we gotta kinda plan your purchases yeah. um, and so I feel like we should do that on the show sometime we should. Chris yes we so, should do all of our planning on the show all of our planning <laughs> like like yeah plan our vacations yeah, on the show exactly just is all there, of it is there anything next week I don't believe there's anything right. I mean it's, it's close to July 4th um, so you know we could always do a July 4th thing. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, we'll see what we do next week. Yeah. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.